Welcome to the Nourishment Mindset Podcast, your guide to good food, good health, and a good life. And now, here's your host, Nutrition Network Advisor and author of the Nourishment Mindset, Dixie Huey. Happy Transformation Tuesday, y'all. Welcome to, or hopefully back to, the Nourishment Mindset Podcast, where we are on a metabolic mission to achieve vitality and reverse chronic lifestyle conditions using real whole foods, straight talk, sound healing practices, and pleasures of the table. Thank you to my book buyers. We've had some great sales since the launch a few weeks ago. I really appreciate it. For those of you who left reviews on Apple Podcasts, I am extremely grateful. I am still looking for a couple of you, someone who goes by RMMLD03 and an Abe Lever. I am so happy to uh, let y'all know that I found someone, though. His uh, Apple Podcast review is under Bullwinkle713. This gentleman uh, emailed me, and so I was able to send him his signed complimentary copy. This gentleman says, engaging Dixie chick, five stars. Dixie is very engaging personality. She lets her guests talk and brings out interesting new information from them. I will definitely keep listening and look forward to her upcoming book. It's on the way, Mr. Bullwinkle. I hope she convinces the publisher to let her read her audiobook. So this is an interesting one, all right? So I did have a publisher. We decided to part ways. We frankly couldn't come to an agreement. Sometimes that happens in the business world. And one of the things uh, that we couldn't agree on is that a must for me was to do an audiobook because it will be fun to go off on tiny little tirades and add some new material. And that wasn't something that this publishing house would guarantee. So I am going to be doing an audio book, but right now I'm focusing on selling the book that I've spent the last nearly eight years (laughs) writing and editing. So Mr. Bullwinkle, your book is en route and there will be an audio book one day. So thank you all again, anyone who's bought Um, We also have one review on Amazon. I'm hoping for more now that we've had some good Amazon sales. So you can find the Nourishment Mindset book there on Amazon, either Kindle or the actual book. I'm a page turner, so I prefer a book. Or if you want a signed copy, you can go to my website, favorfat.com, and it'll be clear where and how to do that. So let's dive into today's topic. So I got the idea for this one because I was recently interviewed by an online magazine about my top five tips for weight loss. And I thought, well, I've never really talked so much about weight loss. To me, that's a side effect of eating real whole single ingredient foods and thinking through the lens of the nourishment mindset. It's an awesome side effect, but I know it's an important topic because frankly, y'all, 72% of us, and that was pre-COVID, are overweight, including at least 42. I would be willing to bet we're inching toward 45, maybe even 50% obesity rate. So weight loss is important, but for me, the thing that's more important than the scale, because the scale only tells you a number, and that number can 
fluctuate throughout the day. It's what's under the hood. So what's under the hood is your metabolic health. And I've done prior podcasts on what the heck that means. And I'm sure I'll talk about it again in the future. But today, this is a solo cast. Um, I thought I would just share with you all. It was a pretty decent length interview. So I'm only going to share these top five tips. And of course, when that comes out and is available online, my subscribers will be the first to have a link to, to read and hopefully enjoy that. So number one tip here, I'm going to give y'all listeners who heard this podcast before, or maybe you're viewing on YouTube, da, na, 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 na. maybe some time to think about what it might be. Can you guess what my number one tip is? I hope so. If you've been listening, it's to prioritize R-W-S-I-N-D-F. It's a heck of an acronym, right? Awesome. Super easy to remember too. Not at all. This is real, whole, single ingredient, nutrient, dense, What does that really mean? It means real food. Prioritize real food. If it doesn't have a label, it's real food. In fact, I got something that doesn't have a label right here in my hand if you're watching. It's an egg. There's no label. That's a real whole single ingredient nutrient dense food. So that's number one. And if you're only going to do one thing, I've said this before in other podcasts, that's your one. Just do that. A lot of the issues will solve themselves. But who wants to stop with one? This is a top five interview. So number two, I bet some of y'all can guess this one too. It's ditching inflammatory faux fraudulent foods. These are the seed and not so aptly named vegetable oils. They ain't made from vegetable. Vegetable just sounds better from a marketing point of view than seed. These oils, this is what Dr. Kate Shanahan calls the hateful eight. They are toxic to your existence. And if there's one more thing you're going to do after prioritizing real whole single ingredient nutrient dense foods, that is to ditch these oils. Let's see if I can remember all of Kate's hateful eight off the top of my head. Quiz time. The three C's, corn, cottonseed, canola. The three S's, soybean, worst of the freaking worst. Sunflower and safflower, which kind of sound healthy, right? Then you got uh, rice bran, and grape seed. Also, grape seed sounds kind of good, right? It sounds like a skincare product from Napa. But no, these oils are toxic. So that would be the number two thing you should do. The other thing you want to ditch or extremely re- you know, reduce to almost none would be sugar and especially all of the faux sugars, the worst being high fructose corn syrup. But sugar likes to hide and pretend that it's healthy, things like organic beet juice. That sounds like a vegetable, right? Organic beet juice. Ooh, I bet that's a vegetable serving. No, that's freaking sugar. And that's because 
we don't have regulation like many other countries on what you can call what. You just have to, you know, figure out it's hard to do sugar. If you've read this book, The Nourishment Mindset, you now know that it comes under 200 different names. So it's not freaking easy. But in my book, I give you some keys to break down when they're hiding the sugar. Some of the words look like Greek, certainly things that you would have learned in a biochem lab. So getting rid of that sugar. And then the additives. So you've got your dyes, your preservatives, the worst being MSG, but there are many bad ones. And then things that sound maybe okay. Artificial flavors sounds maybe kind of suspect, but there's a lot of marketing of natural flavors. These are not natural and they're not good for you. Now that's going to piss a lot of y'all off. <laughs> I'm thinking of, uh, well, I won't say the person's name, but loves, a lot of us love LaCroix, LaCroix, whatever that water is, all these good flavors and everything. Look on the back, natural flavors, not natural flavors. I have a really good substitute for all you sparkling or otherwise flavored water folks. Buy good water. And if you like it sparkling, buy a soda stream. You can sparkle it yourself. And then you can add your own flavors. I will often do a strawberry water, a cucumber water, lemon, lime, you can get crazy. You can do multiple things in that water. And now you're dealing with actual food, not so-called natural flavors. So that's number two. So number one was the real whole foods. Number two is ditching things that make it hard for you to harmonize with your physiology or you harmonize with your hormones. So these are the toxic Seed oils, factory fats, hateful eight, however you want to remember them for yourself, sugar and all of its derivatives, and then all the artificial stuff. So the key to this, if you buy a food with a label, my egg here, no label, is to look at the ingredients. That's the only way you're going to know because the front label is a bunch of food marketing. They're going to tell you how great the product is. The back label and the ingredients, they can't lie. I mean, maybe... Maybe they somehow can lie a little bit, but for the most part, they have to be upfront. So that's number two. Number three is move, preferably in nature. So this is going to sound a little shocking, especially since I'm a fitness instructor. Exercise is not a good way to lose weight. Nope, not at all. Sounds weird, right? I mean, that's what big exercise <laughs> recommends. That's what your gym is selling a program for. Nope, it's not. Studies show this. I used to coach triathlons. and There would be people who gain weight on the triathlon team preparing for their first triathlon. Great program with Leukemia Lymphoma Society raising money. Um, but uh, it's not a good way to lose weight. That's all from calorie mentality, okay? We're about nourishment mindset mentality. So then you're thinking, well, shit, I don't have to work out. False, <laughs> false, because exercise is not about weight loss. Exercise is the fountain of youth after real whole foods and things like sleep and sunshine. Why is exercise so great? Exercise hopefully is fun if you choose something you like to do. Not many of us want to run on a treadmill or some kind of machine. That's understandable. It's freaking boring. Um, but 
a lot of us, you know, even if it's going for a walk, shooting hoops, I just started recently doing these epic Nerf gun battles with Fletcher and my husband, his dad, Patrick. Oh my gosh, that's one of the best workouts I've done in a long time. You get all aggro, you're chasing each other around, you're trying to hit each other in the rump with Nerf. Um, they're not called pellets, but bullets. Um, it's super fun and we're outside and we're sweating and getting red in the face and it's awesome. So exercise does not have to equal you on a gerbil mill. It also doesn't have to equal, well, if I don't have time to go to the gym and do 40 minutes of whatever, I just shouldn't do it. False. Walk around the block for five minutes. You do that every day or almost every day. You're going to have half hour a week, two hours a month almost 25 hours in a year. So you can't tell me that that doesn't count because it does. So back to exercise benefits, mood. There's an epidemic of people on mood enhancing medications for depression, anxiety. I'm not saying ditch your medications. I'm saying that some time moving, which is how we're meant to be, not sitting at a computer like this, is hugely important to your health and well-being. Exercise, in addition to mood, helps you improve your sleep, which is super important for your metabolic health and your immune function. It also improves, now this is getting a little metabolic nerdy, it improves your insulin sensitivity. So the majority of Americans are what we call insulin resistant. This is somewhere on this path to type 2 diabetes, which sickens every cell in your body. So we want to be insulin sensitive and exercise can do that. And the strength training exercises are particularly important for this insulin sensitivity, as well as maintaining your muscle mass. We don't want to become sarcopenic in our older age, because what happens then is basic movement functions become compromised. So something like getting out of a chair or having the balance to walk from the bedroom to the kitchen. You know, we don't think about that if we're not in that senior age group, but this is a real deal. I see it, y'all. I teach chair yoga. Chair yoga is hopefully progressing from people maybe not being able to get out of the chair to being able to have some balance. And so we want to avoid that. And one of the ways we do that is by moving. So there are other benefits of exercise, but to me, this addition of mood enhancement, sleep enhancement, increased insulin sensitivity, increased muscle mass balance, all that stuff, to me, that's enough. I could go on and on, but come on. The other thing about, I say movement, because again, I don't want to emphasize coming to one of my classes in the gym. If that's not for you, fine. Find something you love. That's the most important thing. And try to do it a little bit every day or more a few times a week. And to me, extra points if you can do this out in nature. Being outside in the sunlight, that's our natural state. And I'm going to get back to this later in the podcast, but we must have vitamin D. The stuff you swallow in pill form is not nearly as bioavailable as the actual sunshine. So please get out in nature every day. That's huge. My number four tip for weight loss. And I know you're thinking, well, wait a minute. If exercise is not good for weight loss, then why did she include that in a five tip interview for losing weight? Remember insulin sensitivity. So exercise improves your metabolic health. And when you improve your metabolic health, 
a side effect is losing weight. So boom. All right. Number four. Now this is getting a little hippy dippy. Okay. Admittedly spent 20 years on the West coast. It's going to rub off, but I was kind of like this when I grew up in North Carolina. So forgive me. The fourth thing I said was about cultivating a mindset of gratitude and pause. And I would add to that, I didn't put this in the article, but presence, pause and presence can be sort of the same thing. But what do I mean? We spend a lot of time, particularly in our culture, being in a rush to get from one thing to the other, to check things off the to-do list. I've been in this extreme mode myself in my life for a lot of years, not so much uh, since my midlife crisis where we sold everything, hopped in an RV and started traveling around. I have not recovered and I'm so glad. All I mean by this, I'm not suggesting that everyone become a hippy dippy and keep a gratitude journal, although I do like doing those things. I make my boys do it sometimes at dinner. But how do we make this doable? Five minutes, five minute pause. That's it. Five minute pause every day sit in a chair. If you're watching, you can see part of my orange chair back there. Sit in that chair, lights off, eyes closed. Just be for five minutes. That's it. And if thoughts come into your head, fine. There's. I, I talk about this in my book. I always wanted to be a meditator and have a meditative practice and all this stuff. But every time I sat down to try, my brain would start... And I thought, well, I suck at this. I'm just not going to do it. I need to do hot yoga. But no, the thing is, if you just set your ass down, close your eyes, and just be for five minutes, whatever that be is, you will see your pulse rate come down, your breathing slow down, eventually your cortisol will come down might even lead to better sleep and better other things, better mood. So this is my number four tip to just take five minutes daily. And if that's all you have, that's fine. It's sort of like the exercise thing. I'd rather myself and my clients go for a five, 10 minute walk than not do any exercise. Ditto with your five minute pause. Number five, health and vitality. So that's what we're really after at the nourishment mindset. That's that's what it's all about. And so I'm encouraging readers of this article coming out later this spring to what I call nosh on the nourishment mindset. And that was just about the alliteration. I'm a sucker for that. Now, what do I mean? So, yes, it's about the lens of nutrient density, the way we do view food, not calories, the density, what this brings. It's also about the pleasures of the table. So some people in kind of the health and fitness world get all caught up in things like the nutrient density, for example, and they forget that it's supposed to be fun to sit down at the table and enjoy yourselves. And also, you don't have to be perfect. So it's also fine occasionally to indulge, and you certainly don't want to beat yourself up about it. So Noshing on the nourishment mindset, real whole foods, pleasures of the table, but a little bit more. This is about not only thinking about what you put in your body, but it's thinking about what you put around your being and maybe even literally on your body. So what are you consuming with your mind? 
what kinds of people um, are you surrounding yourself with? The consume with your mind, I have to go back to, because if you're doing what my last week's guest said, doom scrolling right before bed, I hadn't heard that one. I had heard of screen rise, same thing. That's going into your brain, and then you're wondering why you can't sleep. So thinking about what you put into your mind, thinking about who you invite into your presence, and also what you put on your skin. We use, especially us ladies, an incredible amount of shit on ourselves. And over the years, I have just decreased, 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 for better or for worse. I'm thinking of one of my fashion friends and a spa owner friend. I wear less makeup and I do no spa treatments almost of any kind. Less makeup than maybe age 13 and just have not forgotten, but just given up a lot of things that I used to think I had to do. It's a great way to save money, but it's also a great way to... Just allow your skin to rest. And so as I talk about with looking at the ingredients labels on food, if you want to go a step further in harmonizing with your hormones or, you know, encouraging your physiology to perform at its best, flip the label on those skincare products and stuff, maybe even that you're using in your home. My podcast with um, Supernatural mom a while back talked about this and what we're putting around our homes as well as on our bodies. So that's just looking at other types of ingredients, not just the food. So those are my five tips. Real whole single ingredient nutrient dense foods, prioritize those. Ditch the factory fats and the sugar and the artificial crap. Move, preferably in nature, or spend some time in nature after you move around the gym. Cultivate pause and gratitude. That gratitude will come out of the pause oftentimes. And then this idea of the nourishment mindset brought more broadly to your life. And I realize numbers four and five, again, as I said, they might be a little bit hippy-dippy. And that's okay if that's not for you. That's why I listed them in order of importance. But one thing that I can share with you is that when I was a sick chick, all the things on that list would have been impossible for me to do. I was so sick with my eating disorder. But when I started focusing on real whole foods, all of a sudden I started to feel better and I had more energy to tackle other areas of my life. So if you're looking or listening to that list and going, then again, just do the first thing. Take a baby step. Baby steps are good things. So I got a good question from a listener. She wanted me to, she asked about kids supplements and she wanted me to just discuss supplements for kids. I have a whole chapter in my book about nutrition for kids. So I do have plenty of ideas on this. So the first thing in general Sorry to be a pain in the ass. Not sorry. It goes back to that crazy acronym. R-W-S-I-N-D-F. Real, whole, single, ingredient, nutrient, dense, foods. That's better than any supplement. Here's why. Foods are bioavailable. 
our body is programmed to use those nutrients, especially real food ingredients. Supplements, while there can be a time and a place, are not as bioavailable because by and large, they're not food. So for kids, a lot of us Americans in general are deficient in fat-soluble vitamins. No wonder a lot of us were told to avoid fat like the plague and then told, well, if you do eat fat, eat heart-healthy fat. Now, let me remind you, heart-healthy fat are those toxic factory fats that we talked about, the hateful eight. So you don't want to be eating those. So especially for kids developing brains, we want to prioritize my three favorite health foods, most nutrient-dense foods on the planet. Anybody taking a guess? They are in a particular order. I have some ground beef right here. Beef, extremely nutrient dense. Okay. Where's that egg? I showed you the egg earlier. Eggs. This is nature's veritable vitamin. Now you might be going, that's great, but my kid won't eat eggs. I bribe my kid by putting them between two homemade pieces of bread, maybe a little bacon on there. The other thing you can do to get them to eat eggs is hide the egg in the ground beef. You can hide the egg in like a fried cauliflower or even regular rice that has other ingredients. There are ways to get kids to eat eggs. So this is the vitamin that I give Fletcher every day. The third, and this might shock some of y'all, butter. <laughs> what are the ingredients here? Kerrygold butter. Pasteurized cream, skim milk, and cultures. Yep, butter. Butter has, I don't have time to go into all the beauty of butter, but butter has something very important uh, called arachidonic acid. This is really important for your brain function, but also these healthy animal fats, natural fats are terrific for you. And guess what? If you're walking around eating beef, butter, and eggs, you're not too hungry for other junk food. So those are my top three nutrient-dense supplements, and I will get on to what we would refer to as real supplements. But I just thought it was important to emphasize that the best way to supplement your kids is through their diet. So I also think the rainbow of produce. I did not gather a basket of produce to hold up on this YouTube video, but you can imagine what the rainbow of produce is keeping it real. And part of why a lot of kids don't like vegetables is because it's not cooked in butter. You can put cheese on those vegetables too, olive oil, different seasonings, trying to get someone to eat raw vegetable. That's not even good for your gut. So use nature's flavorings for those vegetables with your kids. And again, as I said, I have a lot of luck with this stir fry. And that's something that at nine Fletcher can help me do. So he gets involved. The other thing is bone broth. Now, before you start rolling your eyes, I'm not a lot of adults don't want to sip bone broth. It's incredibly good for you. But there's other ways to do it. So where do I sneak bone broth? In any kind of soup I make, in any kind of sauce I make, there's bone broth in there. This, everyone's talking about collagen these days, collagen, bone broth, a lot cheaper. You can make your own. It's super, super simple. If you want the recipe that I use, just 
ping me on Instagram, Nourishment Mindset, or LinkedIn, Dixie Huey, or go to my website, Favor Fat, where you can find all that. Send me an email or contact me. However, I'll give you a super simple recipe. So sneaking it in soups and sauces. Now, this is (laughs) frozen for a reason. (laughs) This here, I'm holding, for those of you listening, Circle C Farm. That's a local Florida farm here. These are chicken livers, okay? So organ meats. Now you're going, this woman's freaking crazy. First, she's talking about eggs. Then she's talking about bone broth. And now you're talking about liver. You're out of your mind. This is all about hiding it. So... You can take a frozen, you can cut your liver into chunks. I find it easier for me to keep it frozen. And what I do is use like a cheese grater that I have partitioned off for organ meats. And I literally shave that into ground beef. So it's teeny tiny. The boys don't know it's in there, except Patrick does because I fessed up to him. I maybe have even fessed up to Fletch. But you shave it in. No one knows it's there incredible source of nutrition in this liver and liver is cheap y'all oh my goodness so that is a great way to especially focus in on your vitamin a but there are many other nutrients all right so we have an abundance of this in florida but it is everywhere it's natural light that's so much better than a vitamin d supplement so here's my supplement idea for your kids outside let them be outside for a while <gasps> spawn sunscreen what this woman is crazy she wants my children to get skin cancer no <laughs> i didn't say fry them up out there what i said is we have been given, in my opinion, some very bad advice to just coat ourselves in chemicals and the sprays are the worst. You know, I'm coughing just thinking of it. We do not need to be blocking the sun from ourselves, okay? There are things like hats, clothing. Now, if you're going to be out, let's say we're going to be out in the sun here in Florida for a few hours, sure, I will use some sunscreen, but I really try not to put chemicals all over my body. So if you live somewhere that's not Florida sun, your kids can be out for 20 minutes and have natural sunlight. This is wonderful for them. And it also just makes evolutionary sense. Now, that being said, these are not food supplements. But if you do want a sunscreen, you can use... Now, there are others on the market, but the two that I really like for kids... There's this Babo Botanicals I'm holding up. If you're listening, it's B-A-B-O. They have Tinted for, you know, the ladies. They have um, Kids Formula. So those are great. They're, they're a cream. So, yeah, you have to rub them in. You're not going to be spraying all this crap into the environment. Um, the other one that I personally like for myself is this Raw Elements sunscreen. It comes in a little tin. I think it also comes in a tube. But these are great. They're not greasy. I do love the tinted stuff um, if you're going to be out for a long time. But there's free vitamin D for your kids outside, folks. So what else? Ha! You thought I was done with crazy at eggs, cod liver oil, and telling you to be outside without sunscreen for five minutes. Here's the biggie. Fermented cod liver oil. This is the one I use is by Green Pasture. 
You can get it online, all this stuff you can get online. And by the way, no one's paying me. None of these companies are sponsoring me to say this. This is just my research, what I use in my own house. So fermented cod liver oil. Now, this is the cinnamon. This is a little more palatable than the regular. But you know what? This here, immune function, absolutely amazing. And one time I've gotten Fletch to shoot it. Just take You just take a little. I'll do it right now if you're watching the video. Just put it in a little dropper. Mm. There's a bit of an aftertaste, but the cinnamon has less. So Fletch has done that one time. He didn't love it, but I think he was wanting to see what all my hype was about. But what I really do with it when he doesn't know he's taking his supplement is I put it into smoothies. So let's say I'm going to put some yogurt, maybe some milk or half and half. Banana is his favorite. Could be strawberries. Blend all that up with a little bit of coconut oil. Really good fat in there. And I'll squirt some cod liver oil in. He doesn't know it's in there. What he doesn't know won't hurt him. So I do actually have <laughs> real supplements because <laughs> I know at this point, like, this is not what I was asking. So let's say these kids, they get runny noses from time to time. Sometimes we adults do as well. But I'll tell you, if you go with real whole foods, you're almost never going to be sick. So what I use is this company. I don't know if it's Boyron. I think I'm pronouncing it right. B-O-I-R-O-N. And this is cold calm. It's a homeopathic medicine. It's sublingual. Within the first hour of any symptom, every 15 minutes, you're dissolving a tablet. And then it's every, I think it's three times a day after that. Multiple times this has saved our tuchuses. So that's a great homeopathic remedy. And they make others too, like Arnica for bruising. They've got a histamine thing because I deal with histamine issues. Um, so that's a nice little homeopathic supplement. Um, you know, a lot of people are taking vitamins. Um, and I get it. People think of it as insurance. But again, you need to look at the ingredients. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to pick on this one because this is what everyone thinks is the healthy. This is Smarty Pants, cute little kids formula with an owl. It's got all kind of marketing on the front. And I will give them this. You know, they talk about how it's free of GMOs, synthetic stuff, artificial, blah, blah, blah. And they say, yay. And I agree. Yay. Um, however, when I look at the ingredients other than all the vitamins, the first one is organic cane sugar, tapioca syrup, also sugar, gelatin, pectin. And then here it comes, citric acid. This is a preservative. It's not good for you. It's in a lot of things that are shelf stable. And then here we see it, natural flavors, colors added. Now the colors are coming from um, natural sources, but those natural flavors are not natural. So I do have this. I, you know, if Fletcher's feeling sick and he asks for it, I hide it. Um, cause I looked at the ingredients, I'll give him one, but this is not where you find health stuff. Save your money and buy fermented cod liver oil or that homeopathic remedy. Now it's possible that your children or even an adult in your household has a nutrient deficiency. So I'm not saying don't treat that, but I would first look to food, you know, so if you're B12 deficient, check out red meat, check out oysters. There are wonderful sources of this. 
sometimes we still need to supplement and I don't have this with me, but pure vitamin club keeps things like titanium dioxide out of their vitamin and mineral supplements. So that is a place I do personally take magnesium because our soils are so poor in general. So magnesium can be a good one. And the one that I use is pure vitamin club. There is also a company called Standard Process that uses real food ingredients to make their supplements. These are prescribed by naturopaths, homeopaths, chiropractors, that sort of thing. So if you have someone that you work with who's in that realm, you can ask or you can go on the company's website to find out who would be a practitioner in your area if you think you're nutrient deficient. But most of the folks in that space who would be prescribing those are going to be people that want you to get your nutrition from real whole foods. So it's a little bit extra on top. So the thought I'm going to leave you with as it comes to supplements is that food is medicine. Food is medicine. And there are times and places for other supplementation, but really it needs to come from your food, y'all. So thanks for listening to this episode. If you have any questions, like my listener who wanted to know about kids supplements, I invite you to please contact me whichever way is easiest for you. I got to say it again. If you haven't checked out my book, head on over to my website, favorfat.com, or if you just want to put in Nourishment Mindset, it's going to take you to my website. There you'll see a link to Amazon where you can actually preview, I believe, an entire chapter of the book. So if you want to try before you buy There's also a way, as I mentioned, to buy signed copies, and I will ship them to you directly. I cannot compete with Amazon on the two-day prime shipping, but I am including shipping in the same price of the book. So I can compete with them on cost, but it ain't going to get there in two days. It's going to be more like a week. So in closing, please go to my website. There you will find everything, Instagram, LinkedIn, my YouTube channel, Nourishment Mindset, Also subscribe to my newsletter, which is off of favorfat.substack.com. Many thanks, y'all. I wish you a wonderful week, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Santé. That means cheers and to your health. En français.